How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, not bad. Not bad. It's a little <laughs> smoky down here. Oh, I heard about all that. <laughs> a little, little smoky. When I saw the uh, the map, our area here was purple, which I guess is not a good color when you're talking about smoke density. Purple is my favorite color, but not for smoke density. Yeah. Yeah. So if you hear a little clacking and a little clicking, that's my cough drop. It's helping me to be able to speak to all you wonderful yes. people could actually hear what I have to say without me sounding like a 90-year-old asthmatic smoker. Yes, yeah, sir. In case yeah. anyone was wondering, uh, this is the Vinny and John show. I'm Vinny. I'm John. Ah, well, what do you know? Yeah. I mean, For by default. The- yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, super awkward as always, but that's okay. That's just how we roll. You'll, you'll, uh, well, I mean, you'll either, you know, roll with it or you won't. Either way, we're going to have a good time. We sure are. Can you tell the people what the Lord put on your heart, sir, to talk about today? Yes, sir. Well, I had the thought, uh, well, I don't, probably, probably wasn't me that had the thought, but, uh, with all of the tumult and all of the, garbage and all of the uh, crisis and all of the uh, uh, um, dangerous stuff happening and all of the uh, uh, emotions that are flying around, the Lord put on my heart, I believe, to talk about laughter, humor, and joy in times yeah. of crisis. Woo! Love it. Yes, sir. And just to hit the nail on the head with why we need the Lord's joy, why we need the Lord's peace, why we need his spirit inside of us. Uh, I went and uh, so that you don't have to copied uh, several news headlines that I wanted to read off. Let's go. Yeah. Now these are, these are mostly awful. And this was just a few of them. Now keep in mind, this was just a few of them, but I'm just going to rattle these off and then, you know, let's all evaluate how we feel after I read all these. Sure. Biden slams Trump on climate change. Unhealthy air quality lingers. South Dakota Attorney General fatally strikes man with car. Biden calls Trump a climate arsonist. Pelosi defends not speaking to Trump for almost a year. Protests erupt in Pennsylvania after police fatally shoot man wielding knife. South Carolina sheriff's uh, condemnation of kneelings during anthem causes a stir. Trump jumps on an offer to have Joe Rogan moderate debate with Joe Biden. That last one actually kind of made me happy. But (laughs) I, I... I was scrolling, trying to find something good in yeah. the news. Yeah. I was scrolling to find something that made me happy, something that actually reinforced peace, something that actually gave me hope. And there was very, very little out there that actually made me go, okay, that's cool. The only yeah. one that I saw was that last one, because I like Joe Rogan personally. I, I enjoy his podcast. Uh, podcast man crush going on here yeah, as well. He, he, I'm like, wow, okay. That actually, yeah. I mean, you know, his show's already in, uh, entertaining for those of you who've never heard it, but uh, to hear him moderate a debate between those two, it couldn't get more entertaining, I think. No. Just from a, a selfishness mean, standpoint, right? Right. 
But yeah, those headlines, bro. Um, it's pretty pretty common nowadays to see ninety percent crap. Mm-hmm. News. Oh yeah, because that's what that's what sells. Bad news yep. sells. It does, and it's a shame yeah. because you know they highlight the I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Now, now, keep in mind, folks, that uh, 90% uh, percent of uh, statistics are made up on the spot. That's so- <laughs> 73%. 73% of statistics. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, you're correct. Uh, so so don't, don't, uh, don't take what I say at this moment as gospel, but I'd say as somebody that is a peruser of headlines, mm. I'd say that – 80% of the headlines that I see are all negative or have some sort of depressing or anxiety inducing headline title. Yeah. yeah. And when you read the article, it doesn't necessarily help things. Now, if one was to look at the news as the thing that defines how the world is doing. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> if you look to the news and go, that's the world that we live in. N- 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 hold on there. Hold on there, sweetheart. Hold on there, friend. Oh, oh can I just say something real quick? Please. Okay. This 2020, right now that we're living in, is the best time in human history to be a human alive. Yes. Statistically speaking, mm-hmm. poverty, hunger, war, violence, all of it is statistically down. And I, I follow a site on, on Facebook called Human Progress. Mm-hmm. I'm going to probably post a link. It's a great site. It just posts pretty much just positive stuff about what's going on around the world. And definitely refreshing when you look at mm. what what the rest of the media is, is talking about. So just to throw that out there, it's good to be a human. It's good to be a human. It is. Yeah, it is. Well, and, and I wanted to point out also that the percentage of, of these news articles and the occurrences that they list therein is minuscule. I, I want to say statistically insignificant in terms of occurrences, happenings, things that people said or did. I want to say that it's statistically insignificant in comparison to the amount of stuff that happens on a daily basis that is good yeah, and righteous yeah. and helpful and friendly. And, 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 you know, yeah. And you know why you don't hear about it? You want to know? Mm, yes, I do. Well, good. Cause I was going to tell you anyway. <laughs> We don't hear about it because it's just some stuff that people are supposed to do. Mm. It, it's just how we're supposed to live. A majority of us were raised by at least one parent who tried the best they could to impart into us, the next generation, some sort of moral guideline or compass. Now, some of us, that was Jesus. Yeah. For others, it was a set of, uh, of uh, uh, morals and guidelines and, and uh, modus operandi yeah. of 
Yeah, you like that? I like I like using that phrase. I, I don't get a chance to use it very often, but yeah. it's a fun word. It's my MO. My go-to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up, my mom telling me hold the door open for a girl mm-hmm. protect sure. people yeah right and, and be polite and and so she she put these things into me to be and now as an adult because I was raised in such a way to just be a decent freaking human being I am now, I'm not saying that, you know, she's Jesus. I'm not saying she did a super fantabulous, amazing job. I'm saying that I was raised to try and be a benefit to my fellow man, regardless of who they are or what they look like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I want, I want to say that a majority of human beings, right? There's 7 billion of us. How many in the United States? 350 million? Give or take? 30, whatever it is. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. A whole lot of people. I, I want to say that a majority of us do what we're supposed to do day in and day out. And that's why we're still here. Yeah. Right. That's why things are still moving, because despite what the news would have you believe. Right. Most of us, most of us are people that just want to love who we want to love and live how we want to live and do what we're supposed to do to get along. Now, if you're talking about. Christianity, if you're talking about those who are filled with Jesus, the same applies, only we do it for a different reason. We do it because we're trying to please our Father. We're doing it because we're trying to make the Lord happy, because we're trying to live by the example that Jesus set, because we're trying to get closer to God. And this funny thing happens when when you do that. You want to know what that is, sir? What is that, sir? It goes back to the title of today which is laughter, humor, and joy in times of crisis. Now more than ever, I would say. Yeah. Because uh, society has, has become so polarized What with the news and what with all these various uh, awful occurrences happening uh, that people really want to try to force and shoehorn everybody into one extreme or the other and both extremes, not, neither one can really say that they're full of joy. No, they're pissed at the other side is what they are. Yeah. Right? And, and to that point, like what we said before, the, the media is geared towards what causes fear, what causes division, what causes people to have anxiety. Like I'm reading uh, right now in Matthew – and there's a lot of worry out there. There's mm-hmm. a lot of worry about Corona. There's a lot of worry about the economy. There's a lot of worry about the election. And this is Jesus talking. Uh, this is Matthew 6. And I'm looking at verse 27. And it's, he says, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Hmm. Can all your worries stacked up together help you in any way? And the answer is no, they can't. And in, in Nehemiah 8.10, it says his joy, the Lord's hmm. joy, is what gives us strength. 
It's what gives us the ability to look at the problems, what we're going through, and still have joy, still have laughter. Like, yes, I was, you mentioned being raised by Jesus. I was raised by Jesus. And their names are Al Montano and Joanna Montano. And Mm. my mom, her life, her testimony encourages me to keep my joy no matter what is going on. I remember her uh, before she went to be with Jesus. uh, She was suffering bad. Like I think I go through suffering. She went through hell on earth. She had cancer a couple times. And I remember distinctly, I will never forget this day. The day before she went to the Lord, uh, she was literally laughing. Hmm. She was literally full of the joy of the Lord that surpasses all understanding, the peace of the Lord that surpasses all understanding on her deathbed, laughing at the devil, not laughing because she was happy, laughing at the devil because he is a defeated foe. He is a defeated foe. And if we can't laugh, John, in the face of Corona, in the face Mm. of unrest, if we can't laugh in the face of whatever crap we're going through right now, I mean, is, is the same Jesus with me that was with her? You know, it it really, yeah, it it is the same. It is the same. And that's, and see, that's right there. What you just described is, is really a, a, uh, gosh, it's just, it's just a beautiful picture. Yeah. Really. Because when you go through some intense moments like that, you, you really can't describe a, a more intense moment than dying from cancer. Yeah. I mean, you really can't. Everything else, everything else really is not important at all when you're going through something like that. And for her to be able to laugh, yeah, be full of joy in that moment is is something that we can only attribute to the power of God. Yes, sir. And I, I want to not to cut you off, but to cut you off. No, 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 please. Yeah, I want to distinguish temporal happiness with real joy. Yes. Because we're talking about laughing, laughter in the face of crisis, in the face of all the crap that we go through every day. Right. Yes. Like his Mm -hmm. peace, he leaves with us. Not like the, not like the world, but this peace surpasses what we understand. It is, it it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why are you laughing? Why are you happy? People will walk up to me when I'm drunk in the Holy Ghost or when, when people are, 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 are just slain in the spirit. Why are you laughing? I don't know. Jesus, mm. Holy Spirit. It, it doesn't make sense. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, his joy is real. <laughs> his peace is real. Yes. No what you're going through, I don't care. I don't care what you're, he cares. I don't care. I don't right. care what you're going through. You can choose joy. Yes. You can choose yeah. 
to make the joy of the Lord your strength, even if it doesn't change your emotions, even if it doesn't change the situation, you can choose his supernatural abiding joy in any situation. Uh Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, uh, I like the differentiation that you made there between being happy and being full of joy. Yeah. Um, the Lord showed me this a while ago and he, he periodically reminds me of it that he doesn't promise that we'll be happy. Nope. He promises that he'll put his joy inside of us. Yep. Happy is a temporary condition. Yes, sir. Joy, joy is a is a, a, a frame of mind. It's a state of being. Joy is what you live in. It's yeah. joy is your modus operandi. Joy <laughs> is your mo. Yes, sir. joy is the thing that you get to exist in, and the reason being is because of Holy Ghost. Yeah, and then you have moments of happiness that you attribute to the joy that the Lord gives you. Boom. And then that becomes the thing that you thank God for, because if you're full of joy, chances are you're full of humility. Yeah. And chances are you're full of being at Jesus's feet, right? You're, you're in the presence and then you become happy way more often because yeah. what you thank God for, what you're thankful for, you get more of. What you're not thankful for, you're in danger of losing. Amen. And it's funny you said that uh, joy should be your MO, that you should carry it with you. Uh, the body of Christ needs mo joy. <laughs> yes. M-O. Yes. M-O joy. Mojo. Oh. Because Mojo. <laughs> mm. Because Christians, and to be honest, a lot of times even me, we're very negative people sometimes. We can be cranky. N- yeah. Just cranky. a little cranky. And a ne- yeah. I'm talking about like on social media, like Oh, oh yeah. On, freaking Lee guys. Take a, <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> go 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 ride a roller coaster. Get a Snickers. <laughs> you're not you. You're not you. We focusing so much on the the problems in our lives, but even more so the problems that have nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with us. It's it's outrage culture. It's yes. It's, I'm gonna say it. It's having politics and current events as your god. Yeah. It's putting that before the actual joy of the actual Lord. Like I'm not saying there aren't problems. Obviously there are. We you you will have tribulations. You it's a promise. Oh yeah. But Holy Spirit was also a promise, and He's our comforter. And he is our source of peace and laughter and joy. Like, let's focus on that. Let's focus on that. Let's glorify the Lord. Let's magnify the Lord with me. And it, let's exalt his name together. I just, had a, I just had another thought occur to me. Yeah. Uh, 
in the book of James, I believe it's chapter one. It's talking about the testing of faith and perseverance, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the scripture off the top of my head, but I know that the testing, know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is perseverance? Keep going. The ability to keep going. Yeah. What happens after that in that scripture? Then you will be perfect, lacking nothing. Amen. And so it makes me, it, okay, all right, all right, Holy Ghost. Mm. Um, mm. Yes, Lord. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so many people submit themselves to a test of perseverance that does not perfect them mm. because they're trying to perfect their own faith in their own strength. Preach. If we follow the path that the Lord has for us, that path, while ultimately producing life, that path is fraught with challenges and plenty, plenty of tests of our faith. Yeah. We do what the Lord tells us to do. We go where the Lord tells us to go. We speak when the Lord tells us to speak. And that is going to test our faith plenty. Yep. But us creating a firestorm Whoop. of a trial Whoop. would be like Shadmack, Meshach, and Abednego had stoked their own fires before they got thrown in. Come on. They didn't stoke no fire. Nope. They stood back and they said, well, no, we're just, this is just how it is. Yeah. And they got thrown in. They didn't need to help. They didn't need to help. Like, like, why, why do we think the Lord needs us to manufacture outrage and yeah. to yank ourselves out of where we're supposed to operate? Because I think about, you know, I, this, I don't know if this is doctrinally correct at all, sir. Go for it. Uh, I don't care. There, there are a lot of people who know a lot more than me, and I don't have as much scripture memorized as I would like, and I don't have uh, the lingo down. Like, I, I don't even know what hermeneutical means. <laughs> right? Me neither. And, and when I hear people, right? And I, I hear people talk about pre-trib, Post trip, I'm like, I don't even know what the frick the difference is. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Like it doesn't concern. I don't. I don't. I don't have a care for it. Now, I'm not dissing the people who do. I'm saying for myself, the thing that I do have a care for isn't that. The yeah. thing that I have a care for is this heart that the Lord put inside my chest. The the heart that used to be stone. That is now made of flesh. Yeah. It's heart that he put inside of me that I want as much as I am able to understand 
how the Lord could look at me, put this heart in my chest and say that I am predestined to be conformed into the image of his son, Jesus. Yeah. I want to wrap my head for the rest of my life around the fact that Jesus did what he did on the cross. And right now is at the right hand of the father interceding for me on my behalf. Like, I want to wrap my head around the fact that God looks at me as his child. He yeah. looks at me exactly as he looks at Jesus. Yes, he does. That's right. And so I get, I get to sit here and think about all this amazing stuff. And my mind, the way my mind works is I know I am an encourager. Yes, you are. I'm an encourager. And, and I know that. of the week. John is uh, an encourager. Oh, man. It just finds me. <laughs> it's in you. Like, it is you. Yes. Like, like when John, I come across. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just, I was just gonna say. Um, you mentioned like manufactured outrage, manufactured fear, creating problems oh, yes. there. Do you want to know? Yes. Why I don't play video games very much? How come? Freaking, they stress me out. <laughs> they stressed me the heck out i was playing this marvel game with pastor tim and caleb and i was doing okay but golly why would i subject myself <laughs> to artificial stress from a game when there's <laughs> real problems in the real world like <laughs> listen to me <laughs> oh my gosh People, including myself like to focus on artificial, maybe real things out there, but they're not real for you. Things that don't affect you. Yeah. And it steals your peace. It steals your joy. It makes your love grow dim. The, hmm. the, word, the word of God says that in the last days, many hearts will grow dim and their love will fade. Hmm. It will wane. Hmm. And isn't that what's happening right now? Isn't that what's happening right now in the body of Christ that we're distracted by a game and that game is called current events. That game is called yeah. politics. That game is called our tribe versus your tribe where this person did that, where that person did that. Stop focusing mm. on stuff that doesn't affect you. I'm not yeah. saying don't be an advocate. I'm not saying don't be an advocate and don't believe in what you believe. I have strong feelings. I'm not anointed to share them on Facebook all the time. <laughs> but real, there's no real joy that can come from that. There's no real love that can come out of that, that division, that fear-based stuff. It's, all, it's a game. It's a game. Yeah. And the devil's trying to trap us. He's trying to get us out of our peace. He's trying to get us out of our joy. He's a thief of joy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to let it happen to me. Not gonna let it happen, John. Yeah. And you know, I wonder if the reason that we don't have the amount of joy that we're supposed to have is because we aren't operating where and how the Lord is telling us to operate. <laughs> Man, right? God, I am I am not anointed to get into Facebook arguments. I have lost so much joy. I have lost so much peace. I have lost so much anointing and just getting in my flesh and getting on there and arguing it doesn't work for me 
And if, if, we're, if it works yeah. for you or for someone else, great. But what did God say for you to do? Where is yeah. your peace? Where is your joy located? It, for me, it's, yeah. not, it's not on social media. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see, that's the thing. Social media really is, gosh, it, it can be, it can be just like any other tool in this world. Yeah. It can be used for great good or great evil. Yeah. It can be used to bring us together or it can be used to divide us. And I tell you, I stumble into that trap sometimes. I'm, I'm not going to lie and say that I'm perfect or say that I've never made a mistake. Shoot. I, I fell into that trap earlier today and I was afterwards. I was like, Oh boy, I got I a little something of a dozen. I'm stinking on the shoe there, John. Yeah. I think I stepped in some doo-doo. I got not some to, doo-doo. On me. Not to blast you out, but we were talking about this earlier. So yeah, little, little dog crap. Mm-hmm. Little dog crap. Mm. Yeah. I got poo on me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good old poop I mean, joke. Gotta love it. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. You know, the thing about crap is that stuff grows from it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing, I guess. But I, uh, I, I tell you, what happened was I got sucked into a conversation that I didn't want to have with someone I didn't want to have it with. And it ended in frustration for everybody involved. And afterwards, I found myself just going, Lord, what, what can I draw from that? What can I take from that? Like, what, what about this exchange can I look at and do differently next time, right? And basically, I got rebuked for even asking the question. And I got rebuked for, for beating myself up yeah. and trying to, hindsight myself and what i got told is it it's happened it's done it's over move forward there is therefore now no condemnation for john who's in christ jesus Mm. and doesn't walk after the flesh but after the spirit romans 8 1 it's all good sir Yeah. yeah and and i looked at it and i realized okay well I think what happened is that i was trying to operate operate outside of my lane because my presence on social media, I've, I've tried as much as I can to make yeah. it one as close to who I am as a person as possible, which is somebody who is jovial, somebody yeah. that likes to have, right? You're somebody that good. likes to have robust conversation. Yes. Right? And yeah. somebody that encourages. That's what I love. Yep. That's, that's my bread and butter, Vinny. Yes, sir. Right? That's my bread and butter. And so I have a heart for people who are discouraged. And I have a heart heart for people who are sick and they need help. And people who are down on themselves. And a lot of the time, that's teens. A lot of the times, that's adults. That's Christians. A lot Mm -hmm. of the time, that's people hurting. Whoever it is, you know, I just just love people. If if anyone... uh, no, go ahead. If anyone has a doubt uh, as to whether John Lamson is an encourager, just ask his wife. She will um, probably yeah. scream and, and yell and <laughs> be annoyed with the amount of encouragement that you give. But 
<laughs> the Lord wouldn't have it any other way, sir. That is who you are. Oh, it's who you are. Oh man, oh. God knew what He was doing when He paid, paired me with uh, with with my wife. I, I tell you, she uh, <laughs> she needs. I'm it. laughing <laughs> because of how much joy she brings me. Yeah, I love you, Jan. By the way, love you. Oh gosh, my, just one of the most job. beautiful people. <laughs> But uh, I love encouraging her, and yeah. she knows she needs it. Therefore, sometimes it bugs her <laughs> because it's like the medicine that you need to take. Well, but you don't want it. Doesn't taste good going down. Funny, but you feel better afterwards. Funny, you should say that. Proverbs <laughs> uh, seventeen twenty two. My mom used to say this all the time. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. How mm. many times have we got into an argument or focused on stuff we shouldn't focus on and just felt completely drained? Yeah. A lot. Yes. For me. A lot for me. Mm. She needs we, that. She needs yeah. your joy. She needs your encouragement. People, people need it bad. Mm. And I tell you, we're tripping over each other, but we're going to get through this, aren't we? Hey, we're we're 150 miles away. There's a, there's, it's got to go to space. (laughs) The signal's got to go back to John and then back to me. We're working it out. Yes. It's yes. working. And I don't care. If y'all don't like it, I'm just going to talk to my brother. All right. If y'all don't like it, you can just go. I mean, we love you. We want you to listen, but I'm yeah. just going to hang out with my bro and we're going to be super awkward and we're, we're just going to apologize and we're just going to uh, throw scriptures out there and chuckle repeatedly. It's going to happen a lot. Chuckling will be chuckled here. Yeah. <laughs> but how much chuckling could uh, a couple of chuckleheads yeah, chuck? chuck. If, if a chucklehead was chuckling, chuckles. It <laughs> would chuckle. If it could chuckle. <laughs> oh my God. We are such. Oh, it would. Did you just say it would chuckle? I, I may have said it would chuckle. I, we have to rewind. Oh, the tape. oh my gosh. Well, you have the tape. <laughs> in the 90s. God love That's me. fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Would chuckle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, super serious now. Super serious. Yeah. I have a scripture here that I wanted to read. A couple of scriptures, actually. Do it. Read them. Uh, first one is Proverbs fifteen fifteen, and I'm reading these out of the Passion Translation. In case anyone's wondering why it's so drastically different oh. than regular ye old King James. If you're if your life's but, taking a thrashing, read the Passion. Mm, it is. Yes. That's a bad joke. All right, keep going. It is a bad joke. And I was trying to think of another bad joke to pile on top of it. But (laughs) this is John uncaffeinated. Oh, no. I I ran. Yeah, this is John uncaffeinated. I uh, ran out of coffee creamer and haven't had the chance to pick up more. And I am a little bougie with my coffee. I have to have my creamer. Proverbs 15. 15. 15, the passion. 
Everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed. Mm. But when you choose to be cheerful, every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness. Mm. I'll say that again. Everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed. But when you choose to be cheerful, every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness. See, I love that because when you choose to be cheerful, see? Yeah, yeah. When you choose. Because that's the thing about joy. Joy is not a temporary moment like happiness is. That's right. Joy is a choice. Boom. Right? Joy is a choice. Joy is something that you have to hold on to and make a statement about and say, this is the hill that I'm dying on. Yep. I'm going to be full of joy. I'm going to be full of peace. I'm going to be full of prosperity. I'm going to be full of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to do what God says. See, because that's what happens when we, when we make a profound statement and we, we, we uh, uh, prop up a thing that we say, mm. we're going to be judged by the thing that we say. Yes, sir. Right. Especially teachers. Yep. Like I'm going to be judged by the words of my mouth. Yeah. And so a lot of the time, well, most of the time, not earlier today, <clears throat> most of the time I will scrutinize my writings before I post them. And most of the time, I will think about what I'm going to say for a good long period of time before I say it. That's why sometimes on the show, you'll hear pauses before, because I'm really trying to grasp what it is the Lord would have me to say before I say it, because we will be held accountable for our words. Yes, and sir. And that's, so not, we, that's not to condemn you. That's to convict. That's to, yeah, yes. to help you, to help you yeah. and me. Oh, and, and it does. It does. Because I've gotten way, way more <laughs> peace since I realized I'm actually supposed to be doing less talking. I'm actually supposed to be doing less uh, uh, making big, profound statements. I'm actually supposed to be doing less outrage. I'm actually supposed to be doing less of these big, huge things. Like, how did Jesus operate? There are sometimes he spoke to a crowd. Mm-hmm. And then there was times where he was just tired sitting by a well. Yeah. And then what happened? He was tired sitting by a well and he was thirsty. Yeah. And he asked somebody for a drink. And the person he asked for a drink happened to be somebody who he wasn't supposed to talk to for multiple reasons. And he didn't care. Yeah, he didn't care. He didn't, he, he didn't care that she was a woman. He didn't care that, she, that the woman at the well was on her fifth man. She, he didn't care that she was a Samaritan. Yeah, she was the wrong denomination. Right? Like, she thought completely different than he thought. Completely yeah. different than he thought. And, and he, he stopped and spoke to her. And just that transformed a region. 
Yeah. Because the words that he spoke at the proper time had weight to them. Yeah. I truly believe everything. So everything that, that we're commanded to be as Christians, everything that the Lord tells us we're to have, we have the ability to have it. We have the ability to possess it because Jesus possessed it. That's right. Jesus was the perfect summation of the law. He was the, the, the paragon. He was the apex of what a Christian is supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Right? He didn't come, he didn't come to erase the law. What did he come to do about the law? What's the word that they use? Fulfill it. Fulfill it. He came to fulfill the law. Right? So he succeeded when we need. And he possessed everything that was possible for someone to possess. And he did all these amazing things. And then he leaves and says, it's your turn now. Yeah. It's your turn now. And so I look at the peace that Jesus operated in, the joy that Jesus operated in, the Holy Ghost-powered joy, the Holy Ghost-powered fruit that Jesus operated in, I look at that as mine. Mine. That's mine. I leave with you, Vinny. Woo! Mine. (laughs) His peace. Yeah. I said earlier that I don't necessarily have as much scripture memorized as I would like, but I look at certain scriptures and then I think Jesus is the perfect summation of that. And then I think, okay, well, if that is describing Jesus, then that's what I should strive to be like. And if God is love, If God is love, then love, as defined by 1 Corinthians 13, should be me. Yeah. That should be me. And if Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost, and then he gave us Holy Spirit, in Acts 2, he gave us his Holy Spirit, who is now dwelling inside of us, and then we look at Galatians 5, 22 and 23, the fruits of the Spirit. That should be us. Yeah. That should be us. And I, I think, gosh, okay, so 1 Corinthians 13, Galatians 5, 22 through 23, that should be us. Yeah. Am I living that today? Trying to. Do I have that in me today? Yes. You know, like I think about that. I think about that. Like, am I living that out? And the only way that I could live that out is by the power of Holy Spirit and my own humility, my own humbleness, my own willingness to obey and and to submit myself to the changing and the molding of of God. And I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking about the word repentance, Vinny. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm starting to really love the word repentance. Yeah. Right? It's a gift. Because we've made it such, it is, and we've made it such a dirty word. We've made it such a dirty word, but repentance 
It's this beautiful, wonderful thing because repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So what is the word repent? Metanoia. Yeah. To change the way you think. To be uh, 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 submitted and repentant for prior trespasses and to change the way you think into a, a plane of righteousness to, to allow God, right? Because we're not changing the way we think. Nope. We're not changing the way we think. Hey, you, you repented. Guess what? You only did that by the power of God. Because nobody can admit Jesus is Lord except those who have the Spirit. Yeah. So you repented by the power of God. But then I believe, right, there's always this big discussion about uh, do you have to repent once or do you have to repent multiple times? Is it once saved, always saved? Or is it uh, a, a constant state of, uh, of walking a tightrope of repentance enough to where you can make it to heaven? Because the path to heaven is a tightrope and the pit underneath is hell. And if you're not careful, you're going to fall in and then you're damned. No, 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 no. The yeah. more I think about it, the more I look at Galatians 5, 22 and 23, the more I look at 1 Corinthians 13, and I'm not specifying a verse because the entirety of 1 Corinthians 13 is called the love chapter, right? Mm -hmm. The more I read uh, Revelations 2, right, where it's the warnings to the churches, where it's talking about the different churches, the more I read about that stuff, the more I look at repentance, the more I'm understanding that repentance is not a singular moment. No. Repentance goes hand in hand with what I said joy was, which is a state of being. It's your MO. It is your MO. It is the way that you live. Does that mean that you're constantly waking up every day going, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nope. Vinny, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. Stop being sorry. I'm so sorry. But I'm so sorry. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I feel awful. I feel awful. I'm a terrible human being. John. Yes. Repent. Yes. Stop being sorry. Uh, Change the way God, you I, think. Change the I'm way you think about repentance. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it wrong, John. You're doing it wrong. Right? Yeah. Right? And, and we, we, we. We've all got. Oh, but twisted. we. Yes. I love what you said about it. Is, is it one time and then you're done? Or is it constantly groveling before God? No. No. It's, it, if he's not changing the way that I'm thinking, if he's not, if I'm not allowing him to renew my mind and be conformed to his word, if I'm not letting him wash me with the water of his word every day, I'm stagnant. I'm done. That's right. Like, that's right. Stagnant water is not good. Yeah, that's correct. Go, say it, say it, say it. Oh, no, 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 no. There's a scripture that talks about how if you're not getting closer to God, you're drifting away. Mm. Oh, gosh. This is another one of those moments where I know the scripture exists. I can't remember exactly where it is, but we'll it's it. in there. We'll find it. We'll post it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, but that's the thing. If you're not getting closer to God, yeah. you're drifting away. Well, how do you get closer to God? What does it say about humbling yourself, therefore? Yeah. Right? 
yeah. humbling yourself. So, so if you are living in a state of humility, you're living in a state of repentance. And a state of joy and a state of peace and We're, a state of patience yes. and a state of kindness and all the attributes that are already in you. Yes. In Christ Jesus. Yep. And then joy becomes a place that you're at because you're living in humility. And if you're living in humility, you're living in repentance. If you're living in repentance, which is changing the way you think or allowing God to change the way that you think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where you're open to what he says to do. Right. Yeah. You're living in this place of repentance slash humility slash joy slash fruit of the spirit. Slash winning. <laughs> yes. Winning. Hashtag winning. <laughs> hashtag, 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 hashtag. Do you think hashtag, hashtag is an actual hashtag? It's a hashtag, sir. Hashtag, hashtag is a hashtag. It's actually a hashtag. <laughs> you got to be able to follow that link and see other posts about hashtag. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. The funny okay, thing is, now I got to read. Oh, go ahead. Read, no, 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 read, read, read Bible, read Bible. Oh, okay. Yes, read Bible. Read Bible. You know, if you don't read your chapter every day, you're burning in hell. Definitely. <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. No, fake, joking. Oh, gosh. You know what I should think? You know what? Oh, my gosh. I just thought of like a bit that we could do. I don't oh, know no. if this is actually. Oh, my gosh. Like, we'll talk later. Like, we'll talk. We'll talk. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't want the people to know. I don't want the people to know our material before we release okay. it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you're, you're right. Thank you. You helped me restraineth my lips. Yeah. <laughs> Galatians five twenty through two and twenty three. This is again the Passion Translation. Mm -hmm. I've been digging it lately. Um, the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all of its varied expressions. Mm. Joy that overflows. Woo! Peace that subdues. Woo! Patience that endures. Kindness in action. A life full of virtue. Faith that prevails. Gentleness of heart. And strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Ooh. Uh, that is it. probably one of my favorite ways to describe that last sentence. Right? Yeah. Because the, the, the regular versions, the regular translations say uh, uh, above, uh, against such there is no law. Right. Right? But I've always, I've always kind of looked at that and gone, what, is, what, what does that mean? Against such there is no law. Like, of course, there's not a law against joy. Yeah. Right. But what this this is helping me to understand to never set the law above those things, because those mm. things are supposed to be an infinite quality, an infinite quantity, an yeah. infinite infinite amounts. Yeah. Like we're not supposed to ever look at these things and go, "That's too much." Hey, John wrote to the disciples that he wrote those things that your joy may be full. How do you know when something's full? Mm. When it's overflowing. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. the only way 
I really truly believe that the only way that we can navigate 2020, right? Mm -hmm. The only way that we can navigate personal crisis, the only way that we can navigate the job loss, the only way that we can navigate the sickness, yeah. the only way that we can navigate the feelings of shame and condemnation, the only way that we can navigate accusation mm. from religion, the only way that we can navigate the accusation of the accuser mm. is love, yeah. is joy, yeah. is peace, is mm. patience, yeah. is kindness, is virtue, it's faith, it's gentleness, it's strength. It's it's the Holy Ghost. It's the Lord. Like it's it's being so Holy Spirit focused, so Jesus focused that when the voice of the accuser tries to come against you, yeah. You you aren't even paying attention. When the news headline freaks you out. Hmm. Mm, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when the news headline freaks you out, when everyone is scared and worried and angry, yeah. you're, ch you're cool. You're good. You know what you're about. That's right. Like, and this, this is not an accusation against people who are operating where they're supposed to be operating because there are people whose job in the body of Christ is sure. Sure. to get involved with political arenas. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, to get involved in various yeah. ministries, in various functions, in various capacities. There are some people that help put other people up in front of a spotlight. And then there are people who are doing other things for the body. Yeah. And I think that if we all looked at each other as family, yeah. as fulfilling function that we know we're supposed to be, you know, Pastor Trey and I had a really good conversation recently. Mm. I was talking to him about some stuff going on in my life. Mm -hmm. And he told me, don't aim at money mm -hmm. aim at fulfilling your calling yep and money will take care of itself all these he things said, will be added all these yeah. things will be added he said God wants faith from you yeah he wants faith from you he wants you fulfilling your calling which you already know about yeah. That's what he wants from you. That's and then someone else comes along and says, well, wait a minute. Why aren't you doing it? Well, I'm fulfilling my calling. Yeah. I'm fulfilling my calling. And when you're fulfilling your calling and you're walking the path that the Lord set in front of you, right? You're going to come across trials along the path that the Lord set in front of you. And then Very those deep. things are going to produce in you perseverance. And after perseverance has had its work, then you're going to be perfect, lacking nothing, because you're walking the path that the Lord set before you. And perseverance has had its work in you. And then you have an overabundance of joy. And yep. then you are happy. You find yourself having happy moments all the time. And you're yep. perfectly at peace. And you're yep. operating in power. And, and you're just 
full of the Lord and you're just full of his, his ability to uh, approach every situation in, in a state of joy and, yeah. and humility and power. And it's like, wow, Lord, help me to be there, right? John, help me to be in that place every day. I don't know if this is ministering to anyone out there, but it, what you're saying, John, is ministering to me uh, very specifically, very specifically. So I thank you, sir. I thank you, sir. Hey, I, I am, I'm very thankful for the opportunity uh, to even be – because I, I didn't know, uh, for those of you still listening, because we're at the 50s. Uh, Vinny and I had no clue really beyond a title and a couple of scriptures, what we were going to say today. We were flying by the seat of our pants like we normally are, but the Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful and he is the one who provides. He is the one that supplies. He is the source, right? He is the one that gives us the words to say when we're supposed to say them. So I just want to praise God for a minute. And uh, just thank him for everything he's done. Lord, I just, I bless you, Lord. I give you all the glory, Lord. I give you all the praise, God. I thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for every single thing that you're doing in our lives. I thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for the peace, the joy, Lord for the humor, for laughter. I thank you, Lord, for your spirit dwelling inside of us, keeping us in perfect peace, Lord, because our eyes are fixed on you, Lord. Our eyes are fixed on you, and you give us perfect peace. Our eyes are fixed on you, and you're filling us with joy and strength, Lord. I thank you, Father. I thank you for helping us do what we're supposed to do, say what we're supposed to say, go where we're supposed to go, and speak to whoever we're supposed to speak to. I just bless everyone listening right Jesus name I bless them Lord I just say Lord touch them in a tangible way Lord I ask right now that everyone hearing this under the sound of my voice is going to have an encounter with your spirit that they're going to know that they know that they know that you are real that you exist and that you are good that you are very very good lord and that you really really want to have a personal relationship with every single one of us and i thank you father for taking us to deeper and deeper levels of your love of your spirit of your peace of your joy and we thank you lord thank you for everything that you're going to be doing in these coming days in jesus name amen Man, I'm in agreement, brother. Amen. Man. That was a good podcast. Oh, man. I'd say so. <laughs> oh, well, I, I have no idea to. if anyone else enjoyed that. Did you enjoy that, sir? I enjoyed it, sir. I can't wait to see what God does next. Oh, um, wow. I have no idea, but I know it's going to be good. Oh, Gosh, I, I tell you what, I'm, I, this was a refresher for me. (laughs) I, uh, gosh, I love the Lord. All right. Now it seems like a good time to stick a fork in this thing, doesn't it? Let's stick a fork in it. All right. (laughs) I love you, sir. It was fun talking everyone else. God bless. I hope you have a wonderful day. Have a good one.